the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What a guy. That would be the big guy. Our president, Joe Biden. He says we don't have to wear masks outside. That's right. He was in the Rose Garden today without a mask or two. And this is what he said to reporters. Earlier today, the CDC made an important announcement. Starting today, if you're fully vaccinated and you're outdoors and not in a big crowd, you no longer need to wear a mask. And then he said, I want to be absolutely clear. If you're in a crowd like a stadium or a conference or a concert, you you still need to wear a mask even if you're outside. But beginning today, he said that you can go outside and picnic with friends who have also been vaccinated without a face mask. He said that scientists, quote, are convinced by the data that the odds of getting or giving the virus to others is very, very low if you've both been fully vaccinated and out in the open air. Actually, the data shows that if you're outside, you shouldn't even think about putting a mask on. Just forget it. It's a waste of everybody's time and making everybody less healthy. But anyway, so what's changed, though, at least as far as Joe's concerned? This moron has been wearing two masks when he's been outside with nobody around. He was walking around Arlington Cemetery, Arlington National, uh, Without, with two masks on, and nobody within 150 yards of him just a little while ago. And he was vaccinated three months ago. Did the virus hold a news conference and announce that it would no longer be bothering people who are vaccinated and outside? A year ago, I had Dr. Cyril Wecht on the show. He knows a little bit about, <clears throat> he's, a little, he's a scientist, okay? Pretty, pretty well-known, world-renowned one. And I asked him about people wearing masks outside, he said a year ago that it was ridiculous, <clears throat> and that was before the vaccine. But now we're allowed to wear them. So yesterday would have been bad, but today's good. Boy, are we going to have a lesson in why we should never depend on the government for our health care when this stupidity finally ends. Meanwhile, there's a long list of uh, government people who have ignored their own rules over the past year. Uh, including our own governor. And in our second half hour, I'm going to talk to a guy who compiled the list. And when we come back, we're going to get an update on the movie about Hunter Biden. We talked about it here a few weeks ago. We'll get an update, and liberals are already attacking the producers. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty. Warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. It seems like just yesterday when I captured my son's first steps or when we recorded his soccer games on VHS tapes, those moments are gone. But the old home movies and pictures don't need to be. That's why my son created Legacy Box. That's right, Mom. Over 800,000 families have used Legacy Box to digitally preserve their home movies and photos. Simply fill Legacy Box with your old camcorder tapes, film, and photos. They will professionally digitize and send them back on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud. With family 
staying close and Mother's Day around the corner, it's the perfect time to get your legacy box and save your family's history. After all, few things are as important as protecting your precious memories. Give your mom a Mother's Day present she'll never forget. Plus, Legacy Box is offering a 50% discount. Order your Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. And for a limited time, get an incredible 50% off your order. This is one of the best discounts we've offered. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O V-I-T-E 2021's the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-In Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM twelve fifty and FM ninety two point five. The answer. Several weeks ago, we told you about a movie called My Son Hunter. It's the heartwarming story of Hunter Biden, and it's being produced by the husband and wife team of Ann McElhaney and Fella McClear. Uh, I'm hoping get I get those names right. I'm, I'll get. Make sure I ask them anyway. It won't be funded by Hollywood because they're interested in doing, you know, the true story. It'll be financed by uh, crowdfunding, and you can be sure that it's going to be attacked by the liberal media. It already has. Uh, Felham joins us now. Felham, thanks for being here. Uh, th- thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's great to talk about this project, because, and it's great to have some media that, that want to tell the truth. Yeah, um, and um, I want to make sure I get the pronunciation of your last name right. McAleer. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's talk about the funding, because you guys are you yeah. know, crowdfunding this. How's it going, and where's the money coming from, do you find? Well, it's coming from all, all over America. We're crowdfunding. You know, it's coming small donations from, from thousands, now, almost probably like 10,000 people now. I don't know how many. Uh, it's really it's, it's wonderful to see it. We did it with the Gosnell movie. Lots of your listeners will mm-hmm. know about the Kermit Gosnell story. Again, Pennsylvania, uh, we, we raised there, we raised 2.3 million, 30,000 people. And people, and that was a similar story in that the media covered that up. 
and the establishment covered that up and suppressed the story. And that's what they're doing with the Hunter Biden story. Big tech covered it up. Big media covered it up. The truth needs to get out. And we, we think a movie is the best way to do it because this is so absurd. This is such a strange story. It's just tailor-made for a, 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 an absurdist movie. Uh, I see that the friendly folks at the uh, the Daily Beast came after you and Anne. Why? <laughs> yeah, the headline said we're grifters, and I'm, I'm looking at it going, yeah, we're struggling to raise the money for a movie, you know. If this was the last, you know, they, they just produced this kind of propaganda in their sleep. Uh, they get funded before they get out of bed in the morning. Um it's, look, the, the, the left don't want this story out there. There's just no answer to the question, why did Hunter Biden get these jobs? There's no answer to the question, who is the big guy? In one of Hunter Biden's emails, he says, I need to preserve 10% for the big guy. Hunter Biden's business partner says the big guy was John was Joe Biden, the president of the yeah. United States. These are questions that need to be asked, and the media won't ask them. So that's why we're making this movie. So those questions are going to be out there. It's going to force the media to cover the story. It's going to force them to ask these questions. I think uh, in the the excerpt I saw from uh, the Daily Beast, they said they referred to um, the the laptop as though it's an alleged laptop of Hunter Biden's. <laughs> like it's not. They're still not buying that it's his. Like it's somebody else who looks like him. I mean, who? What are they selling if it's not him? Well, I mean, this is, this is, listen, this is the madness. It's very easy to check this is his laptop. You know, print out a couple of the emails and contact everyone who is CC'd on those emails and say to them, uh-huh. did you get this email? Did you send this email? Were you CC'd on this email? And, you know, if, if, if everyone else confirms that email is genuine, I think you can gather that email. It doesn't take that much work. A few reporters, a couple of days, You'll soon find out and, and look at the pictures and get them analyzed by, you know, and you'll see and ask Hunter Biden, is this you? Do you remember taking this picture? Did you send this text message? Uh, and anyway, he's practically admitted a lot of it, but somebody hasn't. And look, the, the journalism uh, is dead in America. That's why we're making this movie, because somebody needs to tell this truth. It's pretty sad, actually. Um, and the Daily Beast said that you and um, and uh, Anne are hell-bent on tormenting Hunter. Does that mean that they think that we've been told lies about uh, poor Hunter and his dad, or that they just don't want the story to be told? I think I know your I answer. I think they don't that, want. But... I don't. They don't want the story to be told. And actually, you know, that's a very good point. We're not out to torment Hunter. The only reason we're going to be mentioning Hunter's addictions, and he had many of them, is because that makes it all the more ridiculous that that he would be uh, on the board of Burisma, that he would head a Chinese investment firm worth a billion dollars, that the mayor of Moscow's wife would send him $3 million. That makes it ridiculous. So the question is, why did they do this? And the answer is because the big guy wanted 10%. That's why we're going to be covering this story. It's not to torment anyone or it's not to make fun of addicts. Look, as people can hear from my accent, I'm Irish. We can't, Irish people can't make fun of addicts. We invented alcoholism. You know, so, look, we're not out there to make fun of these people, just to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do you have a screenplay yet? It's about to be delivered any minute now, and uh, as soon as we raise, I mean, we're, we're about thirty or 40000 off seven hundred, raising 700000 As soon as we hit the 700000 mark, we're going to uh, start hiring actors, hiring locations and that. I mean, because then hopefully the the momentum will have built up. But we do need people's help. We're 30,000 to 40,000 short of hitting our target. And, uh, you know, it's it's time for people to stop shouting at the TV and get out there and help us make this movie and help us tell the truth. How can they? Uh, how can they send money to you guys to help you get this thing? Uh, just go to my son, mysonhunter dot com, uh, and uh, it's crowdfunding. People stepped up for Gosnell. As I say, thirty thousand people give two point three million dollars, and uh, now you know we're asking them to step up again and go to mysonhunter dot com and, and give what they can. Just the cover up has to stop. Um, how, how is the funding for Hunter going compared to the funding for Gosnell? It's, it's on a similar traject- trajectory. So that's why we're not, you know, that's why I'm not that uh, concerned. You know, I'm hoping it's in a similar trajectory, a little bit, a little bit smaller, a little bit lower. 
so we need people ready to step up. But, but it's moving, but it just needs to move faster because this this has to get out now. This has to. We're gonna, we want to film in the summer. We're going to go to Serbia to film because uh, Serbia has lots of strip bars and attractive women, and no movie about Hunter Biden will be complete without strip bars and attractive women <laughs> and dodgy, dodgy locations. So we're going to film there. We're going to edit, you know, in late summer. And it's going to be out in the fall. We're going to put it on YouTube and on, on the Internet so that millions of people can see it. So we really need your help to, to get it out there. Cosnell made it into the theaters. Is, it, is this movie going to make it into the theaters? No, no. We think, we think you know, Gosnell was delayed for years because distributors wouldn't touch it because they didn't want, because, they, you know, they didn't want anything that might make a look, abortion look bad. So we're not going to mm-hmm. allow the gatekeepers to do that with the, the Hunter Biden movie. We're going to put it in on the internet, and we're going to, you know, uh, make it free to all, and people can see it. And we're going to tell you what's true and what's fictionalized, and you can make up your own mind because we trust the people of America. Now, um, you, you sound confident that YouTube's going to let you do that. Uh, uh, that surprises me that that you wouldn't well, be a little worried <laughs> that you're going to get this done, and nobody's going to let you put it up there. Well, uh, no, I sound confident that, that we have ways around. If, if YouTube decide to, to play silly buggers, we have ways around that. Uh, we, we'll have our own server all yeah. set up, so if they pull it off, uh, we'll, we'll be able to fill the gap. So, no, no, we, we, won't, we don't trust big tech, and people shouldn't trust big tech because they want to cover for Hunter Biden. We're talking to fellow McAleer, uh, who's uh, teaming with his wife, um, and McElhaney, and putting together the movie uh, My Son Hunter, about your friend Hunter Biden, uh, and they're re- trying to raise money to get this thing done. Um, have you picked someone to play Hunter yet? I know you had someone in mind the last time we I talked. I talked to Ann, actually, a few several weeks ago. Um, yeah, Lawrence he, Fox, so he's a British actor, and uh, he, he, he played Lord Palmerston in the Netflix series uh, Victoria, uh, he, he's he's expressed an interest in it in playing Hunter. He's a British actor, rather trained son of uh, son of Robert Fox, nephew of Edward Fox. He's he he's running for mayor of London at the moment, and the election isn't over until the fifth of May or sixth of May. So we won't have a final decision until after that. Uh, but he's very keen, and uh, he thinks it's a great idea. Uh, and we have some very interesting people. Uh, who want to play uh, Joe Biden? Some very interesting <laughs> actor and a very, a very interesting actor that we we can't give the name a just yet, one? but it's going to be a big story. A, a well-known one Hello? to play Joe. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, si- yeah. Since we talked several weeks ago, Phelim, um have you come across any new material? I know uh, in your research to to do the. You know, get the screenplay put together and just get all your facts in line. Did you come up with any new stuff that maybe people haven't yeah, heard? Yeah, you know, we're coming up with new. St- we're coming up with new stuff all the time, uh, and it's going to be in the movie and it's going to be provable. Well, actually, we we called over to see Hunter there recently. He lives not too far away from us on the Venice canals, and uh, he his Secret Service wouldn't let us ring the bell. You're not even allowed to ring the bell of Lord Hunter of of Venice. Uh, uh, so we got a kayak and went up the Venice canals with a megaphone and started shouting questions at him. I don't think the Secret Service was too happy with that. Yeah, you actually did that? Yeah, yeah. People can uh, see uh, it on mysonhunter.com. You, <laughs> you were floating, uh, paddling up the, 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 uh, the canal there and, and yes. screaming out at, his, at him through a megaphone. Through a Yeah, who is the big guy? Did you lie on the application for your gun permit? All that kind of stuff. Did he wave or anything? Did he come out? Did he popped his head out the window and then ran back and pulled the curtains like the coward that he is. Yeah. Well, um, so how much uh, you are talking about getting these facts and, and, and it's going to be provable, but uh, how much dramatic license will you be able to take? Um, will scrutiny by the media and, and their interest in discrediting it, discrediting it uh, will it make it extra important that you do it straight? I mean, yeah, no, we're going to do it straight. Just about every no, movie has movie. something. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna have to bring in a little bit of drama, but you know, it'll it's great. They'll, they'll be they'll say that never happened, and I'll say, well, that means this happened. Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that the the the, the big guy email is correct? If you're saying, oh, we exaggerated that particular incident, but I want, I love I'd love them challenge it because I'll say, 
well, that must mean you accept this then, accept that. Let's talk about that. Um, yes, but but you know that the media is going to will be just looking for anything they can find to find some small, maybe what you would consider a meaningless little item that you put in there just to help make the story move along, and they'll say, "There, there you go. This whole thing is." is worthless because look what they did. They lied about this or that, or they made this up. Because, uh, I, I mean, there aren't very many true stories out there that that, that don't have something in it that was, you know, fudged a little bit. And it is. It's called dramatic license. But they're going to be really looking yeah. for you. No, they are. But listen, let, let them come on. Let, you know, we're going to make a movie. We're going to tell the truth. And they're going to know it's the truth, and the people are going to know it's the truth, and it's going to, millions are going to see it. The millions of moderates, millions of Democrats, because it's going to be an absurd, It's going to be kind of Austin Powers meets King Lear meets House of Cards. It's just going to be a laugh. So it's going to be funny in some ways. Yes. Oh yeah. Totally. One hundred percent. But but it's, it's not going to it's not going to qualify as a comedy. You know, uh, more of an absurd, uh, an absurd. I mean, the whole thing is comedic. That Hunter Biden, that Burisma searched the world, searched the world for an executive, and uh, all, the only person they could find was the guy snorting the Parmesan cheese uh, in America to be on their board. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it. And and he he was on. Uh, who who got the interview with him uh, where he where he said that. That the laptop, might, it, there's just a chance it could have been mine. I, I'm not, I'm not yeah. ruling it out. That's it's CBS. possible. Yeah, it was CBS. CBS. Sixty minutes was that? Sixty minutes, yeah. I guess. No, no. Uh, uh, oh, anyway, he he said that, and the media yawned. Everybody yeah. is still yawning at this story. Is well, will your once you get this movie uh, actually in production uh, and people are kind of forced to talk about it what kind of reaction do you expect from the media when the movie is up and and, and you're 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 filming it are there going to be people are, are the media going to be sniffing around uh, in serbia of course they're going to be sniffing around of course they're going to be sniffing around but listen we have nothing to hide we're not we're, we have actually nothing to hide so let, let them sniff around all they want and how much um how how how, how much um Time. I mean, what, what is this? Your whole life right now, putting this movie together. Is this like the totally. project? And you're totally, able to- totally. You know, that's 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 why that's why we need people to help. You know, and, and really come up to the plate. This is all we're doing now. This is the story we're going to tell: the Hunter Biden story, the Joe Biden story. And that's why we need people to help us and go to mysonhunter.com. Uh, have you? Can you give me any kind of a little tease on maybe something that you found that's going to make it into the movie that? People haven't oh, heard about oh, yet. No, no, couldn't come do on. that. Come on, man. come on. No, 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 I couldn't do that. <laughs> People have to wait for the movie to come out. They can't get, wait for the trailer. Come on, you know. But by the way, if you give, uh, if you do donate to the movie, you'll get, a, you'll get a sneak peek. You'll get an early screening. That's one of the, uh, the perks you get. So what's interesting about this is this this movie uh, is not going to be up on. It's not going to be in a theater, and it's not going to, and it's going to be free to people online. Yes, totally. Wow, totally. Of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why. I mean, we're you know, that, we're not making, a, we're not going to make any profit out of this. That's you know, it's an act of charity if you make this movie, but it's an act of art. It's an act of truth telling. Uh, you know that. You know, this is you know, you'll be part of a movement if you help make this movie. Well, I'm looking forward to it. One more time, fellow McAleer. Uh, how do people uh, donate to get this thing going? Again, this is not for this is not uh, a for-profit movie. It's a it's a project. Yeah, it's a, go to mysonhunter.com and let's get the truth out there and stop the cover-up. Very good. Thank you very much, fellow. Good luck. I hope Thanks. we talk again Thanks. and give us another update. Yeah. All the best. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Fully vaccinated Americans don't need to wear masks outdoors anymore, and unvaccinated people can drop face coverings in some cases, too. 
However, CDC Director Dr. Robin Walensky says there are still some instances where masks are recommended even for fully vaccinated people. We continue to recommend masking in crowded outdoor settings and venues, such as packed stadiums and concerts, where there is decreased ability to maintain physical distance and where many unvaccinated people may also be present. That new guidance was announced today. Home prices in uh, February rose at the fastest pace in nearly seven years. The February S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index rose 11.9% from a year earlier. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 15 points, but the Nasdaq is down 38. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! A lot of towns have a river. Some have two, but nobody has three. Nobody but us. We're Pittsburgh, the city of bridges. 466 bridges. The most in the world. Take that, Venice. We're a renaissance city that refuses to say die. Might as well say we invented ketchup. But the best thing about this town is the neighborhood. The best friend or neighbor you ever had lives right down the block. Great people. That's what makes Pittsburgh what it is. And you have a station that gets that. AM 1250, the answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job, it's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. If you were lied to in buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit, 800-881-4242. 
Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, in case you missed it, uh, we are now allowed to go outside without masks. Uh, that's if we're fully vaccinated, of course. Uh, so at least now you'll know that someone who is dumb enough to wear a mask outside, if you do see someone like that, it'll be a sign that he or she isn't vaccinated, I guess, although some, I'm sure, who are vaccinated will be dumb enough to keep wearing the mask. Remember, these rules are for you, but not necessarily for the people who make them. Uh, John Cooper, the Associate Director for Institute uh, Communications at the Heritage Foundation, has a long list of hypocrites, and uh, he joins us now. John, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for for having me on. So you found, uh, I think, uh, 66 examples of uh, hypocrites um, who, uh, most of them government officials who um, lived in places or or sent out edicts about uh, what the people are allowed and not allowed to do and then just went out and did whatever they wanted. Uh, Did you find more hypocrites in blue states than you found in the red ones? Well, yeah, we certainly found that, uh, you know, hypocrisy, political hypocrisy knows no political party. But it did seem that in the, the instances that we found, a lot of states where we found hypocrisy were states that had really stringent, really strict uh, mandates or lockdowns or other restrictions in place, which, you know, makes sense. If there's more if there's more restrictions and more mandates, then there's more chance that the people who put them in place are going to violate them. So that was what we saw pretty consistently across the board. You know, even in states like Michigan and California in particular were two, uh, two big states in the D.C. area, surprise, surprise, in particular, where, uh, you know, they have all these really high, heavy restrictions. And those were states where we saw five, six, seven different cases of, of people acting out and, and doing stuff in contradiction to the mandates that they had in place. Um, and and uh, Gavin Newsom is about to face a recall in California. He's a repeat offender, isn't he? He is, yeah, and we all remember the uh, the famous French Laundry uh, episode back, I think, in, I think it was November now, but he's also been guilty of, you know, going to uh, bill signing events. Uh, most recently, he went to a signing event at a restaurant uh, where he signed the bill, but the restaurant was closed to customers actually eating in the restaurant. So you kind of wonder, what's the thinking here? Why are we implementing these harsh restrictions that are literally costing people their jobs, their livelihoods? And, and putting them at risk while we can do the same thing in the restaurant for a governor to sign a bill. It doesn't make any sense. And w- what makes sense to me is that it's a sign. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in what you think about this, but I, I, it's a sign that they don't really fear COVID as much as they say they do. Uh, it's, it's a blatant example of them, uh, of that. It's just that they, they, uh, if Gavin Newsom shows up somewhere in a restaurant and he's sitting around close uh, in close proximity to a bunch of people, uh, this is pretty early on in all this stupidity, and he doesn't have a mask on. He's obviously not afraid of of catching the disease, and he but he's but he wants everybody else to be living in total fear of it at at, at all times. Yeah, and there's so many different motivations, I think, at play here. And, you know, I I hesitate to ascribe motives, but you have to look at how people behave and how they lead others. And, you know, there's there's few other kind of conclusions to draw than that this is kind of just about increasing government control over people. You know, I think everybody... Mm -hmm for the most part, is pretty on board with, with helping out and trying to do, do, do what we can to, you know, get through the pandemic. I think we're, we're Americans. That's what we do. But we want to see our leaders, you know, one, acting, you know, in, in accord with the Constitution and with our values, but we also want to see them, uh, you know, doing it along with us. They need to be leading by example. That's what part of leadership is. And so many of these, these governors and, and representatives and, and board members across the country are just, are they're failing to do that. And that's, you know, that's why we, you know, started this tool back in the fall was to say, hey, we need to start, you know, maybe making it easier for people to hold their leaders accountable when they're not doing what they're calling the rest of us to do. And and uh, it's are we reaching the point where there did you see a slowdown in it? I mean, in, in the amount of uh, government officials and others who make these rules violating them. I, I don't maybe uh, it's my imagination, but I, I, I seem to think that. Fewer people are getting caught. Maybe they've finally wised up. 
<laughs> well, I think that, that's a great question. I think there's, uh, there's some people that have gotten smarter to it. Maybe they're just being more sneaky about it. But uh, I do think that some of these states, you know, they've relaxed their restrictions a little bit. Um, so that's, I think that's kind of just organically playing into this a little bit. You know, we saw a really high um, number of cases back in kind of October, November, when people were really tightening back up in advance of, you know, the, the Christmas and holiday season. We, we saw a lot of cases then. But most recently, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen several new cases, particularly in Michigan. There have been a, a lot of great reporting that's been done up in Michigan of three different uh, officials in Michigan, including the governor, who have gone down to Florida or other places yeah. at the same time that the governor is saying, hey, don't don't travel. So there's been quite a spike just in Michigan alone in the uh, the last you know three or four weeks here. Yeah, here's the, Mich- the Michigan, uh, and you, people can find this at uh, heritage.org, right? Yes, sir, that's right. Yeah, um, you can see the list. It's amazing. You can just it, it just go down the list and pick one and read it, and it's, it's just it's one after another. But uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer travels to Florida for family visit after advising citizens not to travel, blaming travelers for the case surge. And she somehow justified it. Uh, they all do. Um, I don't think I think Gavin Newsom's the only one I'm I'm aware of who, when he did get uh, busted, actually said, "Okay, you busted me. Bad move by me. I won't do it again." But Gretchen doesn't seem to be that willing to own up. Yeah, and even Newsom, you know, he he initially apologized when it, the story was first reported, and and then it ended up he he had actually lied in his apology because then the photos came out because he had said he was masked, but you know. I shouldn't have been in there in there anyway. And then, you know, photos come out. Um, but yeah, Whitmer, she, uh, she actually came out and said uh, something or her spokesman to the, uh, said something to the effect of, well, you know, the governor's, uh, the governor's uh, father who she was visiting, he's been fully vaccinated and the governor's t- never tested positive. So it was okay. Um, interestingly enough, as soon as that story broke a few hours later, they put out a statement saying that, well, he, she may not have, I, we can't confirm that he went or that she went to Florida. So it, mixed messages, a failure to apologize. It was just kind of all over the place. Um, it was hard to document that just now for you, you know, let alone try to do that officially. So right. it's, it's very inconsistent. It's very, uh, it's, it's kind of a slap in the face to so many people in Michigan and across the country who have had to live with these mandates, you know, for over a year now in, in many cases. Well, this is a great one, too. It's, again, in Michigan. This, this is the health director, okay? She's kind of a big deal when it comes to the COVID stuff, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure she's in the news all the time with her advice. Michigan health director Elizabeth Hurt, Hurdle, uh, Michigan's top health official. So that's the equivalent to our former Dr. Rachel. Uh, Michigan's top health official travels to Gulf of Mexico despite governor's warning not to travel. And then there's Trisha Foster, aide to Michigan governor, travels to Florida with family after Governor Whitmer advises citizens not to travel. Now, here's the thing, uh, John. I, if, if you're Governor Gretchen Whitmer, now, she, maybe she couldn't do this because she got nailed herself, but, uh, doesn't your health director have to be immediately fired for doing that and getting caught doing it? I mean, there needs, uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, there's certainly, it's, 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 it's unconscionable to me that this kind of behavior is tolerated, uh, whether it's in, you know, a state government or at any other governmental level, uh, because all it does is undermine confidence in your own leadership. It undermines confidence in what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a key tenet of leadership, right? We all, like I said, we want our leaders to, to kind of get down in the mud with us and, and, and be there with us. That's what good leaders do. And regardless of party or ideology, like that's, that's what Americans rally around and rightly so, because that's kind of how we're wired to be. We want everybody to play yeah. by the same rules. And if you're in the midst, especially in Michigan, if you're in the midst of a, of a major spike in cases, you know, how can your public health director be out there sending the signal that, yeah, you guys have to, uh, you guys have to stay here in Michigan, but I'm going to go down to the Gulf Coast and, and, and enjoy spring break. It's just, it's unconscionable to me that that kind of behavior is, is okay, I guess. And I, I just want, I mean, I, based on what I've seen from her, I don't think that even if she had not been guilty of the same thing, she wouldn't have had the guts to fire her over it. Although that's, as you say, that that should be an automatic firing uh, and a press conference where you say, 
I cannot have my health director going 100% against everything we've been advising you not to do. I apologize for her, and she's gone. But I'm guessing she's still working. Yeah, I, I would assume so. I'm not not entirely sure myself, but yeah. uh, I think the answer is kind of in the the question. You know, it, that well, the reason she's probably still there is because apparently this is something that's okay with with everyone in leadership there, and that just goes to show how kind of broken it's a, it's a microcosm of how broken um, you know our political our political system and our politics can be in so many parts of the country where leaders are just kind of in it for themselves. And again, you know, that's that's not unique to one party or, or ideology, but, you know, that's just kind of why it's so important that we have these conversations and why we hold our officials accountable. We're talking to John Cooper. He's the Associate Director for Institute uh, Communications at the at Heritage.org. Um, do you have a favorite, John, of the, of the 66 when you were compiling this? <laughs> that's a great question, yeah. So I can never, I can never get past in my mind uh, uh, mayor Steve Adler, he's the mayor of, of Austin, Texas. And this was back, uh, I believe before Thanksgiving, he got, he got yeah. caught, you know, telling people in a Skype video, you know, Skype message of some kind. Uh, so it's all on video. He's in a house in Cabo, vacation house in Cabo. And he's telling and urging people to stay home for the holidays and not to travel. And, and no one knew it at the time, you know, it just kind of looked like a, you know, a, a vacation house or a very, very nice house that he was in. And, uh, you know, a few, a few weeks later, the story broke, Oh, he was actually in Cabo when he, when he made that message and shared it with, you know, the, the hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people in the Austin area. So I, that, that to me is, is pretty impressive to have, um, the, just the, the kind of the lack of shame to do that. Um, but I got to tell you, Michigan is, is kind of, really starting to take a runner, uh, you know, that runner up spot, maybe the first place because of just the sheer volume. Uh, Governor Whitmer has been on there multiple times all the way back to May of last year. You may remember the story where she, her husband may have tried to use her name to get his boat out of storage early, you know, kind of oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. local rules. Yeah. So it, lots of stories there from Michigan. I think Michigan has been on there five or six times now. She, Governor Whitmer traveled to DC for inauguration, you know, while she had a, uh, a recommendation in place not to travel. So there's been a lot of inconsistencies coming out of Michigan, and the last you know few weeks have just kind of doubled that output. And then there's Dr. Deborah Burks. She urges Americans to limit Thanksgiving guests, which I don't know of anybody who did that, but anyway, uh, she urges Amer- Americans to limit Thanksgiving guests then travels to Delaware vacation home with other family households. This is this is the doctor who's on every single day telling us what a deadly virus we're dealing with and we have to hide under our beds, and she does the exact opposite of what she's telling people to do. It's Yeah, and I'll tell you one common thread that I see in all of these cases, uh, I remember reading about it with Dr. Burks's as well, was that uh, almost to almost to all 66 where, you know, they've, they've commented on you that some of the folks have never commented. They just kind of hit from the press, but in almost every case where the person has tried to justify it or apologize for it, there's always, there is always some sort of justification for it. Well, you know, I wasn't around family members or I was only in small yeah. groups or I was social distance or, or whatever it was. I was careful. So that just begs the question. Yeah. yeah well, why are the restrictions in place at all then? Why are you saying we need to do all these things if, if you know you can do these other things and still be okay, and again, it just it goes back to this inconsistency that creates so much confusion and, and anger and frustration uh, because we we all want to be with our families. We all want to you know we all want to keep our loved ones safe, but we also want to be with our families and our friends and, and and get back to normal as fast as we can. And you know if if we're hearing all these mixed messages from the people in charge, you know we're wondering when that's actually going to happen. Here's another one. They're funny, actually. Uh, This is District Attorney Diana Becton. Uh, I don't know where she's from, but uh, she prosecutes COVID restriction violators but holds wedding in backyard. Do they think that nobody invented, that that (laughs) nobody has a cell phone? I mean, what? (laughs) It's in her backyard. Yeah, Social media has been uh, has been really big with with several of these, and I remember I, I remember that one a little bit uh, as well. Um, that was one that was caught on social media, and then that somebody, a local reporter, 
uh, did some great work reporting on it. And there have been some others. There was a, a Texas judge who uh, had a bunch of people over for Thanksgiving, um, and somebody took a picture of his house with you know five or six cars out front and uh, posted it on Facebook, and that's how he got caught. Um, and his, and he was, uh, he was actually a judge who had said, Hey, you know, for my, my, my jurisdiction here, you know, you need to limit crowds for Thanksgiving. And, you know, lo and behold, somebody takes a photo of his house with you know, a bunch of cars out front and, uh, he ends up having to pay a fine. So yeah, social media and, and local reporting have, have both been really important, um, across the board for, for kind of highlighting some of these abuses. And, uh, I don't know if this is, if this is something you've paid a lot of attention to, but, um, do you have any examples of people who did take major heat from the media when they got caught? I mean, when I say the media, I mean people other than Fox or, uh, you know, the New York Post or somebody like that. Anybody in the non-Fox, non-conservative media, did, did they take any heat from anybody? Yeah, I think um, probably the most high-profile one, you know, and, and, you know, kind of a sidebar, I do, I agree, there should have been a lot more attention on, on many of these, just given the high-profile nature of them. But, um, you know, President Biden in particular, you know, signing a mask mandate on Inauguration Day and then going to the, to, uh, the monuments without wearing a mask while he's talking to reporters, yeah. that should have gotten a little bit more coverage than it did. Right. Um, but uh, I, I think Newsom, he, he got quite a bit of heat across the board because what he did was just so brazen. And it was also kind of the first really big story of, of this kind of hypocrisy. And then after that, the floodgates really kind of opened. So he did, he did catch a lot of heat, but across the board there, it was often, you know, kind of a one and done type of thing where a local outlet would report on it or, you know, a conservative publication like the daily caller or the Washington free beacon would report on it. Um, but then it would just kind of go away. And then, you know, five days later, it would be replaced by another story of another politician. But yeah, that's, it, it, again, it just goes to show how important holding the, their feet to the fire on these issues it really is for us to do as citizens, because sometimes sometimes the media can't or won't, won't do it. Uh, jo- uh, John Cooper, we're out of time. Um, uh, thanks for compiling that list, uh, 66 examples. You can find it at uh, heritage.org, and it's kind of fun to just look at. It can, it, it, you could get absolutely aggravated if you don't laugh at it, because it's, it is aggravating, and it's, it's criminal, actually, some of the things, but funny at the same time. Thanks, John. Hey, thank you for having me. Okay, that's John Cooper. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. This is John Steigerwald. Visit MyPillow.com for deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new My Slippers. Click the radio listener square and enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. Remember, use that promo code STAG. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. 
Enjoy. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offer's valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, speaking of hypocrites, uh, how about the founder, co-founder of Black Lives Matter? That would be Patrice Cullors. Story out there now that she spent close to $26,000 for meetings at a place in Malibu Beach, uh, in 2019, and the payments were made on behalf of Reform LA Jails. That's a corp. That's a that's a, a, a an organization, and it was they were made on behalf of Reform LA Jails by a consulting firm owned by the co-author of her uh, book, uh, 2018 biography, Asha Bandel. Uh, that's according to campaign finance records. Uh, Colors is a self-proclaimed Marxist. She uh, brought in upwards of $20,000 a month as chairwoman of Reform LA Jails in 2019. She's making good money. She went out and uh, spent like three, $3 million on some property. Uh, four, I think it was four properties uh, in the last several months. And uh, if you saw if you saw this place in uh, Malibu Beach, it's called... Um, uh, I don't know the name of it. What's the name of it? It's um, I had it right here. Anyway, it's a it's a it's a really nice place. Six hundred and sixty nine dollars a night is what the uh, rooms start at, and it's uh, it's Calamigo in in, in Malibu. And uh, I'm I'm hoping she had a good time, and she's really busy, so she needs some relaxation. Patrice does. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.